Shalom to all. Today's office is Yumadav Lamed Beis, and we are starting three lines from the top, the second to last word on the line. Now, we're in the middle of discussing the Chamesh Tvilas and Asar Kedushin, the five Mikvah immersions, and the ten washings of hands and feet that the Kohen Gadol did on Yom Kippur. These were done whenever the Kohen Gadol changed clothing, segueing from one Avoida to the next. But before we continue discussing that, we have a quick drush about the order of the Avoida. So, first of all, was the Tamashal Shachar. The Kohen Gadol wore his regular Shemayna Begadim called the Big Day Zav. Second was the special Avoida Yom Kippur, the Karban Chata, Zrika Saddam, bringing of the Kitars into the Kedush Kedashim. For this, he wore the special white Yom Kippur Begadim, the Big Day Lavan. Then he changed back into the Big Day Zav and brought his isle in the Isle of the Nation. The fourth Avaida, he changed back into the Big Day Lavan and removed the Ketaris from the Kedush Kedashim. And lastly, he changed back into the Big Day Zav and brought the Talmud Shalbein Arabayim, finished up with the Karbal Mosaf and Ketaris and the Munaira. So the Gemara says, Tarnabon, we have a Brisa. The Pasuk tells us, Uba Aaron al Isle Maid, and Aaron shall come to the Isle Maid, and he removes his clothing and leaves them there. The Gemara asks, Lama Huba, why exactly is he coming to the Isle Maid? This Pasuk is mentioned after the Torah describes the entire Yom Kippur Avaida. So why should Aaron Akayin then come back into the Heichal, into the Oil Maid? He already finished the Avaida. The Gemara answers, He only goes into the Gash Kedashim to take out the Kaf and the Machta, the pan and the spoon of the Ketairas, just to remove it from the Gash Kedashim. This entire parasha, this entire topic, this entire description in the Torah that's talking about the Avaida of Yom Kippur, it's said in order, except for this Pasuk. Meaning he did the Avaida in the order that the Pasukim described, but besides for this, he actually first did what's stated in the next Pasuk, namely bringing of his Isle Matter of the nation, we had listed that as number three, and then he removed the Ketairas, number four, the Pesukim are out of order just over here. And the Gemara asks, my time, why is it the Pesukim are out of order? Maybe they're not. Maybe the Kohen Gadol removed the Machta for the Ketairas, and only then he did Avoid of the Elim. So Amar the answer is, Gemiri, we know, he had five immersions, and ten Kiddush Yudayim Reglaim on that day on Yom Kippur, and if he did it in the order that the Pesukim stated in, you'll only find there was three Tevilas and six Kiddushin, because of Avoid of three and four were switched, then he would not have to be title in between two and three. Both of those require big day love on, or be title between four and five. Both of those require big days of. So the only way we could have five tevilas and ten kiddushudayim raglaim is only if the avaydas are exactly as we listed them and not in any other order. And the Gemara continues. Tanya, we have a brayso. Am Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda tells us. How do we know what's the source in the pasuk that he does five immersions in the mikvah and ten kiddushudayim raglaim on Yom Kippur? Tamalimert says in the pasuk Uba Aaron Oil Maid Upasha this big day habad and he takes off the big day habad the linen clothing and the next pasuk says Varochat says Besar Bamaim he washes his flesh and water Bamakam Kadesh in a holy place Velavash his begadav and then he puts on his begadim Viyatze Vaasa and then he goes out to do the avayda Halamata you learn from here Shakalam Shanam Havayda Lavayda anytime he's changing from one avayda to another Taun Tavila he has to immerse himself this is talking about in between avayda two and three when he's changing into the big days of. I'm a Rebbe, he has a different opinion. What's the source for it? Shinemar says in the Pasuk, Kisainis by the Kaddish Yilbash, Omechan Sevad Yel Besari, Uva Avnit Bad Yachgar, Mitzafis Bad Yitznaif, he gets dressed in all the linen clothing, Big Day Kaddishim, their holy clothing, Varachat Bamaimus Besari Levesham, and he washes his flesh in water and then he puts them on. Halamat, you learn from here, Shakal Mishanami, Avadal Avada. Anyone that changes from Avada to Avada, Taun Tevila, then needs a Tevila. And this is talking in between Avada 1 and 2 before he changes into the Big Day Lavan. And now Rebbe just concludes his Joshua Vaimir, and it says in the Pasik, Big Day Kaidashem, they're holy begadim, Hokshu Kal Begadim Kulan Zal Bazet, 
all of the Begadim are compared to each other, and we're going to understand in Amr Beis what exactly this addition to the Joshua is. The Brasa continues, B'chamesh Avaydas Hain, there's five Avaydas, and we already mentioned these in the introduction today. Here the Brasa mentions them, Tamishal Shachar, B'big Day Zav, that's with the Big Day Zav, Avaydas Hayyam, the Avaydas of Yom Kippur, B'big Day Lavan, that's in the white clothing, Eloi Ve'ayel Ha'am, his Ayel and the Ayel of the nation, B'big Day Zahav, Kafu Machta, the pan and the spoon of the Ketairas that's being taken out of the Keshkadashim, B'big Day Lavan, and Tamishal Ben Arabayim, B'big Day Zav. And the Brasa continues, how do we know that every time he goes to the mikvah, he needs to wash his hands and feet twice? It says in the Pasuk, Upashat virachatz, virachatz vilavash. And that's where we learn it from. We have this lashon of virachatz twice, so we see he has to wash his hands and feet twice. Now, where he says, it's a kavachimer. Just like in a place where he does not need to immerse in the mikvah. This is talking about a kain on a regular day whose tahar does not need to immerse in the mikvah before he goes into the base of mikdash to do avayda. He still needs to do kiddush yadayim raglaim, makam shaton tefillah, a place where we do need tefillah, the kain gadol anyam kipper. And in shaton kiddush, for sure he needs to do kiddush yadayim raglaim. Ask the gemara, imala halon kiddush echad. Over there, when a regular kain goes to do the avayda, he only has to wash his hands once. Afkan kiddush echad. So too over here, maybe the kain gadol only has to wash his hands and feet once. Tamalem. That's why the pasuk says, uba aron el oil maid upashat is big deabad asher lavash. He should take off the linen clothing that he was wearing. Why does it say that he was wearing? Doesn't a person take off that which he was wearing? Why does the Pasuk have to emphasize Asher Lavash? We compare the removal of the clothing to putting them on. Just like putting them on needs Kiddush Yadam Raglaim, so too when he takes them off, he also needs to do Kiddush Yadam Raglaim. So that is the conclusion of the Brisa, and now we're going to analyze this Brisa step by step. Amr Rabbi Yehuda, he had said, what was his Joshua from the Pasuk? It says, You learn from here, Anyone that changes from one Avaida to another, He needs a special Tvila. Now that was in between Avaida 2 and 3 when he's changing into the Big Day Zav. So Ashkan, Big Day Lavan, Big Day Zav. We see that there's a source that he has to go to the Mikvah when he's changing from the Big Day Lavan to the Big Day Zav. The Big Day Zav, Big Day Lavan, Renine. What about changing from the Big Day Zav to the Big Day Lavan? How do we know he has to go to the Mikvah? Salam so, on on the top. Tanit Ver Bishmal. He teaches us Kavachimer. It's a Kavachimer. Ma big day zav she'ain kain nichas behem lefnayv lefnim. The kain gadol does not go into the kaddish kadashim. That's lefnayv lefnim. He does not go into the kaddish kadashim with his big day zav. Tan tevila. He still needs tevila before he puts them on. Big day lavin shenichas behem lefnayv lefnim. The big day lavin. He goes into the kaddish kadashim with them. And he didn't shetan tevila. For sure, he needs tevila. Ask Mara Ikel Mifrik. We could always ask on that. Ma'ala big day zav she'ain kaparas meruba. The big day zav. Their kapara is meruba. There's a lot of kapara in them. What does that mean? The kain gadol every single day when. He he does the avoid in the base of Mikdash, he wears the big days of. So we see the big days of have this much more far reaching effect of kapara. He wears them every single day as opposed to the big day lavan. So Gemara says, You're right. He learns it from Rebbe's Drasha. And now we analyze Rebbe's Drasha. What's his source? Tom Lemon says in the Pasuk, You learn from here. Anyone that changes from Avaida to Avaida, Anyam Kippur, he needs to go to the mikvah. And we had said that this is talking about from Avaida 1 to Avaida 2, meaning from the big Day Lavan to the big day Zav. So now the Gemara asks, Ashkan big day Zav, big day Lavan. We learned that you'd have to go to the mikvah when he's going from big day Zav to big day Lavan. But in big day Lavan, the big day Zav, Minayin. What about when he's going from Lavan to Zav? So it turns to be a wave, a brassive from the base of Rabbi Shmuel. Kavu Chaymer, it's a Kavu Chaymer. Ma big day Lavan, she ain't Kaprasim Ruba. Big day Lavan doesn't have such a
such a far-reaching effect of kapara because he only wears them on Yom Kippur. To Unitvila, that still needs tvila. Big day zav shikaparasan ruba. Ainidin shetunitvila. For sure, he should have to go to the mikvah before he changes into his big day zav. Ask the Gemara Yikel Mifrich. We could always ask. Mal big day lavan shekain nechas behelif nayluf nim. Big day lavan. He goes into the kaddish kedushim with them, so that's why he should have to go to the mikvah beforehand. So the Gemara answers, "You're right." And Hainu Diktani. That's why Rabbi had concluded his drasha with a statement that we didn't understand, and now we're going to understand it. Rabbi had said va'imer, and it also says in the pasuk. Big day kaidashem virachas as besari b'mayim ulaveisham, and he had said we learn from this pasuk that all the begadim are equal, and the same way that when he's changing from gold into white, he has to go to the mikvah. So too, when he's changing from white into gold, he also has to go to the mikvah. Now we continue analyzing the brayer. So we had said v'chamish avodes hein there were five avodes. Tamish el shachar that was be big day zav. Avodes hayyim the avod of yom kippur be big day lavan. Eloi ve'el ha'am be big day zav. Kaf lumachta the k'tayres be big day lavan. Tamish el ben arbayim be big day zav. Now minayin shakal tevilu tevilu tzricha beis kiddushin. We had said, had we know that every time he goes to the mikvah, he needs to do two times kiddushutayim raglaim. Tamalim. It says in the pasuk, "Upashat v'rachatz, v'rachatz v'lavash." Now the Gemara asks, how could it be that we use this pasuk to teach kiddushutayim raglaim? Habit v'lekseiv. Those pesukim are talking about going to the actual mikvah. V'rachatz means, and he should wash his entire body in water, meaning he should go to the mikvah. So how could we say the word v'rachatz over here means washing his hands and feet? The Gemara answers, "Im ene elu tevila." If there's no reason to use these pesukim to teach us that he has to go to the mikvah, why not dinafgalei? Because we already learned that out from a different pasuk. Of and the pasuk continues So therefore, we use these psukim to teach us kiddush So then, why did the pasuk just use the word of kiddush? Why use the word verachat? That implies that he should go to the mikvah. The gemara answers This teaches us that that immersing in a mikvah is just like kiddush yadayim raglaim. My kiddush makam kaddish, just like kiddush yadayim raglaim, has to be done makam kaddish. kaddish. So to the tefila has to be makam kaddish, meaning not outside the base of mikdash, inside the base. As the Gemara of Rabbi Huda Kiddush Minalei, how does Rabbi Huda know Kiddush Yadayim Raglayim? Because Rabbi Huda used these psukim that we just used to teach the necessity for Tevila and can't use them to teach Kiddush Yadayim Raglayim. The Gemara answers Nafkalei mid Rabbi Lazar Shimon. He learns it from the same place Rabbi Lazar Shimon did on Lamad Bezamad Aleph from the pasuk of Asher Lavash. And we continue with this. Amar Rav Chizda he tells us as follows: How do Rabbi this drasha of Rabbi Mapkam mid Rabbi Meir Mapkam mid Rabbanon? It excludes that of Rav Meir and that of the Rabbanon, meaning it's not like Rav Meir or the Rabbanon. Mapkam mid Rabbanon excludes Rabbanon. Did the Rabbanon? Amri, they said, that he washes hands and feet while he's still wearing the clothing. And Rebbe said, that after he removes his clothing, then he does Kiddush Yadayim Raglaim. And also, it's not like Rameir either. The either of Meir Amar, because Rameir says, the second washing of hands and feet, he goes to the mikveh, he washes hands and feet again. He does his Kiddush Yadayim Raglaim only after he puts on the new clothing. And Rebbe said, that he does Kiddush Yadayim Raglaim without the clothing on, meaning corn to Rebbe, he does Kiddush Yadayim Raglaim after removal of the old clothing and before putting on the new clothing, meaning he's undressed when he does Kiddush Yadayim Raglaim, and neither the Rabbanan nor Rav Meir hold of that. Whereas Amr of Achabar Yaakov, he says, not like Rav Chizda, he says, everyone agrees, meaning even Rebbe agrees that the Kiddush Sheni, that the second time he washes his hands, meaning after going to the mikvah, that he puts on the clothing, and then he's Makadish Yadayim Raglaim. My time, why is that? The Pasuk says, in regards to a regular kind before a regular kind does Avodah in the base of Mikdash, it says, or before he approaches the Mizbeach, meaning a kain, before he approaches the Mizbeach, he has to do a Kiddush Yadam Raglaim. What do we learn from here? Misha Enim Chaser El 
only someone that's lacking approaching the Mizbech, then he does Kiddush Adam Raglaim. Meaning, right before he approaches the Mizbech to do that Voida, then he does Kiddush Adam Raglaim. Yatzazek, excluding this one, Shemachosu Levisha Vigisha, he's missing getting dressed and approaching the Mizbech. Meaning, a person who's not dressed, he does not do Kiddush Adam Raglaim. So, at least according to Rav Achabar Yaakov, everyone agrees that the second Kiddush Adam Raglaim, before he continues that Voida, that has to be done after he gets dressed in the new clothing. And now, commenting on these two opinions that we just mentioned, because if they held of each other's opinions, the Rebbe have condition. That means that Rebbe would say that the Kain Gadol would have to do 15 times Kiddushar Daim Raglaim. Every single time he goes to the mikvah, he would have to do three kiddushim. Two well undressed, that would be a quarter of Chizda, and another one after donning the new begadim, which is like Ravacha Baryakov. And we know that Rebbe does not say that. Rebbe says he only has to do ten kiddushim raglims. It must be that Ravacha doesn't like Rav Chizda, and Rav Chizda doesn't hold like Ravacha. And continuing with what we had said in the Mishnah, Heviulai Satami, they brought him the Karman Tamid, and Kiratsai, he shechted it, meaning he did a small incision in its neck, and then someone else finished it. The Gemara asked, My Kiratsai, what does the word Kiratsai mean? Amaruli says, Lishna Diktala, who has to do with killing. It, meaning he kills it and someone else finishes the shechita. And Amar of Nachman Yitzchak, Micra, we have a pasuk that supports this. It says in the pasuk, "Egla Yefefiyah Mitzrayim." Mitzrayim is a very fine calf. Keretz Mitzafayin Bava. That a keretz is coming from the north. Now, my mashma, how exactly does that infer that the word keretz means killing? Kedimetagim Rav Yosef, like he explains, Malka Yaehav Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim was a fine kingdom. Amamin Katailin Mitzifuna Yesin Allah. A murderous people from the north came upon it, referring to Bavel conquering Mitzrayim, but we see that this word carrots has to do with katarlin, with killing. And now the Gemara continues, how much of an incision does he have to make in its neck? Amaruli says, he has to cut the majority of both Simanim. We have two Simanim, the Kana and the Veshet, the Trachea and the Esophagus, and he has to cut the majority of both of these Simanim. He says, he has to cut the majority of both Simanim. And even Shlakesh holds that he has to cut the majority of both Simanim. How do we know this? Damar Shlakesh, he says, after we've already had this Mishnah and Chulun that tells us, that the majority of one simon is considered like cutting the entire simon. So, so why does the Mishnah have to conclude and say, that if a person wants to do a kasher shechita, he has to cut the majority of one of the simonim if it's a bird, and the majority of both simonim if it's an animal. So why is that? Because we learned in our Mishnah, he started the shechita, and someone else finished the shechita, and then the kain gadol caught the blood of his rakai, and then he sprinkled it. Yahu, you might think, loy merik yehi pasal, that if someone did not finish the shechita for him, that it would be pasal. The Gemara stops for a second and says, hold on, yachu loy merik yehi pasal, you would really have this hafamina, that if someone didn't complete the shechita for him, that it would be pasal? In kain, if so, havle avayda ba'acher, that means that someone else besides for the kain gadol is doing avayda on yom kippur. Vitanyu, we have a b'raisa, kal avayda yom kippurim, all avayda on yom kippur, enon k'sheirois elabai, they are only kosher with the kain gadol. And if you're going to tell me that someone else has to complete the avayda, or it's not kosher, that means that someone else besides Besides for the Kain Gadol is doing the Avaida. So the Gemara answer is no. This is really what Rish Lakish was saying. You might think it's possible to if the person doesn't complete the Shechita. That's why we teach in the Mishnah, says Rish Lakish. That we have to cut the majority of one simon in a bird and the majority of two simon if it's an animal. That's specifically referring to Yom Kippur, meaning it's specifically referring to Kadshim, that even when we're in the Beis HaMikdash, he's allowed to cut the majority of two simon, he doesn't have to cut the entirety of 
both Samanim. So we see that even Rish Lakish holds, it could be the majority of two Samanim. But now ask the Gemara, Now that we see that there isn't even a Psalm Rabbanon, that if someone did not complete the Shechita, the Avaida is not Pasal, so Lamali Lamarik. So then why do we have to have someone completing it? What's the point in that? The Gemara answers, Mitzvah Lamarik, because it's a Mitzvah to complete it. It's a Mitzvah to complete the cut to enable the blood to flow out. We want to be able to catch all the blood, and therefore, in order to be able to get the blood flowing properly, we have to complete the cut. But it's not Ma'akev in the Avaida. If the person did not complete it, the Avaida is still kosher. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.